with you guys during the break. You're speaking my language. <laughs> I know we are. It's uh, fitting to have you on at 810 in the morning. We're glad you're here. I am completely against NIL and NIL money and uh, even had a conversation. I'm not going to say who. Uh, but what are you laughing at? You really aren't. You really aren't against NIL or NIL money. You're just against it going to the players in the manner in which it does. Okay. But you talked about watch. You talked about watching. Fundamentally, there are three aspects of NIL, and one of those things is businesses that are built based on athletes. 100% of the stations that you watch, whether they're pro or college or any other level, is NIL because that's all businesses built based on athletes. Now, we can talk about who gets the money, but no one's against NIL. You're just against what the players So let's do this. Let's do this, James Seta, and to set the tone for the rest of the call, because I'm very, very, very intrigued by all of this, and you know more than I do. Uh, about all of this, but just define when somebody when somebody says the word nil, and and I say this because I, I've been speaking with some players that play uh, for for big colleges, and um, and the amount of money that they they are making or getting ready to make, and just define when 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 you hear that nil, can you define it for for our fans out there and for sports fans exactly what it is. So I'm going to define it, and then with the full disclaimer, is this what I'm going to define is not what the NCAA has allowed. It's not the model that they've encouraged. No, so interesting. name, image, and likeness has three aspects. One, it's not unique to athletes. We all have it. But what it is is it's the businesses that are based on athletes, like TV, paraphernalia, memorabilia. There, there are a plethora of businesses that are based off of athletes' video games. It's the businesses that athletes are able to start because prior to July 1st of 2021, if you were a student athlete, you couldn't start your own business and keep it without a waiver from the NCAA. Hmm. So it's now freedom to start businesses. And it's also the, the thing that people talk about the most is, is the ability to partner, endorsements, brand deals. But what we have, the model that the NCAA has allowed to proliferate is really is really not name image and likeness it's legalized inducement now it's mm. purposeful i won't get into why the ncaa does that but in, in, an inducement is is when a a student is allowed to attend a university in exchange for a certain amount of money and if you've looked at nil contracts some of them say well hey you got they won't say you got to go to a school but they'll say you have to live in a certain city mm. some of them uh, don't uh, don't clearly outline um, deliverables. So if you really think about what's happening based on the NCAA's own definition, the system that you have with collectives um, is really legalized inducements. It's not real name, image, and likeness. And that's purposeful because it makes people not like athletes. Right. We so I, I would say um, people should go back to Ed O'Bannon because he never actually went to court about a brand endorsement. He went to court because there were two entities that had built businesses based off of him and other players. Sure. And he yeah. said, I should, ha I should have. So we don't actually have the right definition. So that's what I, that's the definition that I use as functional. It's the actual legal, def the real definition. Now we can compare, compare that with the NCAA does, but they're not the same. I like, uh, I like how you define that. And let me ask you this. I mean, one of the things that I feel, Corey, is it, it doesn't seem like there's any, Thing regulatory about it. It doesn't seem like any. There's it, who regulates this. I mean, is it is it the NCA that that monitors this and manages this, or or is it the school? I mean, is and it, when you say monitor, you talk. It, I, I don't. Is there? I don't think there's a limit 
in terms of of what a player can get or what a player I don't can know. make. Yeah. I think there are uh, I think there are guidelines and rules about what they can do and how they what they must do to be able to be in line with that. If if I'm uh, if I'm not mistaken, right, James? Edder? So there's there's there. It depends on where you go to school and also your level. So let's take college. Some people live in go to school because it's where it's based on where the athlete actually goes to school. Some athletes go to school in states that actually have NIL laws. For example, Tennessee has an NIL law. There are multiple states that do. If so some of this, let me stop you real quick. So so some of the states regulate NIL deals and money. Is that correct? It's not necessarily the, the deal itself, but what they do say is they'll tell you whether or not you have to have an agent or whether you don't have to have an agent. They all tell you that it can't be inducements, that you can't, it can't be pay-per-play. They'll tell you it has to be something. So, for example, a, a contract has to have an offer, it has to have an acceptance, and it has to have something that you're doing, like a real task that you can get paid for. And so most states, in, in that I've researched that have laws have those commonalities. There's a little bit of differences, but overall it's the commonalities. And then each school typically has their own name, image, and likeness um, policy as well. States tell you things like what industries you can actually do business with. So, for example, if you go to UT, you can't do uh, business with an, an, an adult entertainment industry. That's you know, business, that's a part of what I call prohibited um, industry. So people should look at where's the state that I live? Do they have a law? What's the policy? And if you don't live in a state that has a law, the NCAA has what they call their interim NIL policy, and you have to follow the interim policy. So that's one of the key problems that I find when people talk about education. No one's telling these families that sometimes when little Johnny is in breach of a contract, he's not just in breach of a a, a pretty policy. He's actually violating a state civil statute. Mm, And so that's that's part of the lack of education that's going on. I mean, and the lack of education does not fail some of these people that I'm getting ready to mention. Uh, but, you know, this is an article that was written um, back at the beginning of September. So these guys are all probably worth more now by uh, Nick Coddington. And he put a list out of the top paid NIL uh, players, athletes, uh, not just football, but in general. Um, and a lot of these guys, some of these guys are tied to their, their dads. You know, the number one right now uh, or back in September was Bronny James uh, before he even played a game of basketball in the NCAA was worth $6.1 million. Uh, Shadur Sanders, $4.1 million. Um, uh, Livy Dunn, $3.2 million. She's the gymnast out of LSU that's kind of gone mm. Instagram fame. Arch Manning. So three of the top four are all tied to a last name that's tied to, you know, great sports figures. Two, uh, uh, Archie, Arch Manning, who's only played a few downs in college football for Texas, 2.9 million. Uh, Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner last season, 2.6 million. He sucked this year, which I was glad because I'm a UCLA fan. <laughs> I take all these things so personal, James said. But uh, Travis Hunter, he's the um, the really, really fast uh, two-way player from Colorado. He's the best player in college football. I agree. Uh, $1.8 million. Um, Evan Stewart. Uh, running back from Texas A&M, $1.7 million. I don't need to keep going on. 
uh, the one guy. So I'm really gonna ask a question. Though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is that is that evaluation or have they, it's valuation. that person? So valuation doesn't mean that that's what they have. That's the money they've earned. Um, which is really kind of a problem because there are companies that have popped up. On3 is one of them, but there are others. And they, they have these proprietary formulas to tell an athlete what he or she is valued at. It's based on social media and other things. But just because you say that's what I'm valued at, that doesn't even mean that I've signed a contract close to that. Hmm. And that doesn't mean that I really have, which is a big problem, again, with the entire system, because you can have a million social media followers, but that doesn't mean that they're going to buy something from you. Right. So, but there's a pretty good chance. I'm sorry. Well, go no. ahead. Go ahead, Corey. But, but here's where I'm at. We're in the United States. Where does rights and freedom to work come in? At? Like, where, where, how do, how do you, I'm 18, I can go to war, I can vote for the president, mm -hmm. right? How is it that I turn 18, I'm playing in a monopoly of sorts, uh, at least a railroad uh, that is leading to the only way to get there, only a couple of doors that you can get there. How is it that you can regulate what somebody, is earning in the United States just because they're playing a sport. To me, that goes against the Constitution, rights and freedom. Everybody has a, a right to work, right? So I'm working, and somebody sees value in me. Uh, and, and years ago, when I played, even if I was a great uh, the uh, destroying, it's, it's, it's a social media guy. He goes around mm -hmm. finding the best uh, uh, receivers, and, and like a one-on-one -on -one thing in DBs. He was a he was a uh, he was a kicker. I don't even remember what school he, he went to, but he had when to give up his scholarship because at the time he was making like ten thousand dollars a month via social media, and they made <laughs> the NCAA made him choose between uh, earning money that did was doing nothing wrong and his scholarship. And so to me, I look at it. Period. You know, we can have a draft, and y'all can say. Your eight, my, your eighteen year old is going over here and going to war for us, mm -hmm. or they're doing this, or they, or they can vote, but they can't have a contract. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, uh, James said it. Uh, 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 You're different, though. That's that's one of the things I talked about. Is that's him owning a business, and prior to July first of twenty twenty one, that because of the quote unquote amateurism model, he couldn't do that. You're an mm. exact example of that nil, and he earned it. He built that YouTube channel. He he edited all the things. He still does those things. He should. Athletes are the only part of the country that were regulated in what they couldn't do. Everyone else could. And so part of what you're talking about is different conversations. There's NIL, but then there's employee status, which is a different conversation. Is that um, unconstitutional, right. though? Can you stop somebody from working and making money? This is what I'm saying. They're oh, going against the Constitution. The NCAA did it for you, over 100 years. I know. That's, that's my point. So now that it's breaking down, you don't, you can't go to Amazon and say, uh, well, he can't make this much money. So I just I just think it's a, it's a system that needs to, to change from a standpoint of, like Coach has said, college football isn't, isn't the same. And so, no. James, we got to get ready to go. But I want to – one thing that we don't like about you is that you went to Michigan. And uh, <laughs> we love you. You're such a hater. <laughs> so, who you picking and what's the score? What's the score? Yep, yep. Um, I am picking Michigan. It's go blue forever in my house. <laughs> Much emphasis um, added to the forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say 
35 to 26. All right, we wrote it down, it down here. You know coaches right now. Hey, keeper. great information. I mean, we could spend a whole entire two hours and more uh, talking to you about this stuff. I appreciate you uh, coming on with us early this morning. And uh, we are the Sunday Morning Scramble here at WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. How can they get in touch with you, James? Oh, good, sorry, point, coach. good point. Good point, yes. yes no, a lot of good. parents need to talk to you, Sports Mom <laughs> University. Thank you guys for having me. They can get in touch with me. They can find me on Instagram. I am at sports, S-P-O-R-T-S, underscore, M-O-M, underscore U. And on Facebook, I run a group for families called the Sports Family Network. So you can look for the Sports Family Network private Facebook group. If you're the family of an athlete, that whole um, community is for you. Thank you guys for having me. We appreciate it.